0: Well, they sound funny. They might be delicious. I'm not sure. But apparently there is nothing particularly funny about super pigs. I remember we had this breakout or whatever. We had this strange story a couple of years ago where we were talking about some pigs that had been brought here and the original idea was to farm them and then we would eat them and then people lost interest so they set them free and they were becoming a feral nuisance. Well, now apparently super pigs are a problem all over Canada. Now, back in the day... We hooked up with Pickering resident, Mary Delaney, because she was an absolute encyclopedia when it came to super pigs. So we thought we'd uh, call her back and find out more about these super pigs and why they may be a real problem. Mary Delaney, nice to have you back. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, well let's, I always say, let's start with definitions. What precisely is a super pig? Is this a particular breed?
1: Uh, Well, a, a super pig, I guess, uh, is what happens when any pig gets wild. And that's what was so scary about these Eurasian wild boar that found themselves on our property two years ago at this time. Because when any pig goes wild, as I learned then, um, it becomes feral. It gets bigger, it grows uh, snout, it grows tusks, it grows those uh, bristles that we're all familiar with. And it happens really fast because these things reproduce like rabbits, only they're not cuddly.
0: Well, and that's the thing, right? They can, I mean, they reach uh, the ability to reproduce at about six months. They can have uh, six to 12 piglets per litter twice a year. That's a lot of pigs.
1: It certainly is. And one of the the many fascinating facts I learned really, really quickly, uh, it was a steep learning curve for me. And I should go back and say the only reason I'm anything resembling an expert is because these things were on our property, not once, but twice, uh, two years ago at this time. First 14 of them met up with my husband out at our barn, and then four of them were just outside my kitchen window digging up grubs at my bird feeder. So the fact that we saw them at all was really unusual. The fact that they came back to our property was huge. And I also followed a whole founder of them, 14 of them on our sideline. So uh, it was a fast learning curve for us. And one of the many fascinating things I learned about them, and oh my God, these things are are really incredible, um, was that they can grow to massive size And they get bigger the further north you are. Isn't that lovely? So apparently in Siberia, they can get to be the size of a
0: small bear. Wow. Okay. Now, here's the key question. Are they good eats?
1: Um, I've only had wild boar once, and that was in Portugal. Um, So beyond that, I have no idea because I don't really, really remember. I had it at the same time as a rabbit, and uh, I couldn't tell the difference. But um, these things, I I really have to question the whole sort of uh, idea of super pigs um, being suddenly this huge issue in Ontario because the fact is when the MNR got them, Two years ago, and when I say got them, I mean shot them and sent them to Guelph well for necropsy. That was it. That was the end of the outbreak. And it was uh, an incredible feat that they did. And it got uh, kudos um, and, and applause from all over North America, including the leading expert in Saskatchewan, Dr. Ryan Brook. That's where they've got a
0: huge issue. Well, and from what I'm understanding, they have a hard time getting from Manitoba into Ontario, but out on the prairies, they're a real problem. And you mentioned that you have a farm and that they were you know, looking for grubs in the ground. They can wreak pretty awful uh, destruction. They-
1: can. And that was why uh, the MNR had such a terrible time getting them two years ago at this time, because it had been a lovely autumn. And November, um, we were on the thorough lands of North Pickering, which is uh, when you combine it with the Rouge National Urban Park, which is all expropriated for an airport that was never built back over half a century ago. You've got 18,600 acres of farmland and very, very few people. So these things were just dining out. They were getting everything they love and more. And that's why Ryan had uh, has, the MNR had such trouble catching them and had to resort to some pretty strange measures.
0: Really? Can you elaborate? Uh,
1: well, but they they had to attract them and have them find something that was more delicious than corn, wheat, fallen apples, grubs, and roots. And so what they did was uh, they went to they they kept the bulk barn probably never sold so much sweet stuff. They were getting strawberry jam, they were getting um, packets of jello, they were getting stale donuts, um, and finally, what got these things to come in was something that they called fluffer nutter on a stick. It was oatmeal. Uh, packed onto a stick so that it would wave around in the breeze and coated with marshmallow and peanut butter. Um, the young MNR guy I was dealing with had never heard of nutters. I don't know how old you are, but I remember them from my childhood. And these pigs loved them, and that's what finally got them to come in to the bait into the corral where they got them.
0: Okay. Mary, I love talking pigs with you. Thanks so much.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Mary Bye-bye. Delaney is a resident in Pickering, and by sheer dint of curiosity and necessity at one point, she has become an expert on invasive super pigs.